Hello world. Welcome back to my one-person podcast, The Bible Abridged. Today's episode is brought to you by Hangover Helper. It's a hangover cure, and it actually fucking works. You can cop some at hangoverhelper.nyc. I swear by this shit, and you can trust me because I'm an alcoholic. Anyways, 2 Samuel 13. Well, I'm going to start this episode off with a trigger warning that the story contains rape and incest. So, David had a shitload of children. That's a thing that happened. One of these kids was named Amnon, and he became obsessed with his half-sister Tamar. He fell into a deep depression and actually got sick because he was so sad that his sister wouldn't have sex with him. I'm not making this shit up, by the way. This is all in there. So Amnon had a cousin named Jonadab, and Jonadab decided it was time to check on Amnon and ask him why he was so sick, which is a stupid fucking thing to ask someone. Amnon told him he was sick because he wanted to fuck his sister and she wouldn't let him. Jonadab told him, Oh, that? That's easy. Why don't you pretend to be sick and then ask that she come feed you? And that's literally all Jonadab said, but Amnon must have either found some subtext here or decided to go a whole other more sinister route. So he faked being sick, even though he was already sick in real life. Sick with the not-fucking-his-sister illness that affects all of us from time to time. And he asked his dad, King David, to have Tamar come feed him bread. David sent her in, and Amnon demanded that everyone leave except for Tamar. When Amnon started trying to force himself on her, Tamar pleaded just to have him marry her first, and then she'd fuck him willingly. But he wasn't about that, so he raped her right there in his room, and then got mad at her and demanded that she leave. When Tamar begged him to reconsider, he called a slave and had him drag her out of the room and bolt the door behind her. Tamar was absolutely distraught and went to her brother Absalom. Well, Absalom told David what had happened, and David was furious, but didn't do anything because powerful men didn't care about violence against women back then and also now. So Absalom just stewed and stewed on his hatred for Amnon for two fucking years and finally found the perfect plan. There was a big sheep shearing event that I assume was just involving shearing sheep, but it was the big event of that month, or whatever. So Absalom made sure that everyone who was anyone would attend, especially his brother Amnon. Absalom made sure that his rapist brother got wasted and told his soldiers to kill him. As soon as Amnon was murdered, all of David's other sons fled on their mules, most likely because they didn't know that Absalom was only trying to murder Amnon, and they were probably assuming that he was purging all of his competition for the throne. So that makes sense. What doesn't make sense is that they fled on mules. If I was fleeing for my life, I would certainly not hop on a mule and just try to gallop out of there. If you're wondering why I'm saying that, a mule's top speed is like 15 miles an hour, so a little faster than a human being. But a mule also only do what it fucking wants. Mules don't have a sense of urgency, and they don't want to please their masters the same way horses do. So if a mule doesn't feel like running, you're not going to fucking get it to run. And if a mule decides it's time to stop and rest, you're fucking stopping and resting. There's a reason there's a saying, as stubborn as a mule. So, dear listener, when you're at a sheep shearing event, and one of your brothers kills another one of your brothers... Try to find a better animal to escape on than a mule. So now, David got word that Absalom had murdered all of his brothers. He did what any father to like 70 people would do and tore his clothes off and laid on the floor. And all of his servants decided the best course of action was to do the same. Well, Jonadab found out the truth and was like, Oh, don't worry, my naked king. Absalom didn't kill all your sons, just Amnon. And he only did that because Amnon raped Absalom's sister. And he was right. All of David's other kids came back except to Absalom because he fled to Geshur, and also Amnon, because he was dead. Second Samuel 14 Years went by, and David was missing Absalom, but didn't want to say anything. Joab could sense this, and instead of talking to David himself, 
he set up a needlessly complicated plan. He went and got an old woman and had her tell a story about her two sons that mirrored the story you just heard about Absalom and Abnon. David, as we learned last episode with the Bathsheba incident, was never very good at catching on when this sort of thing happened. So when David heard this old woman's story, he pardoned her surviving son, and the woman accused him of being a hypocrite because he hadn't pardoned his own son. David just looked at her right in the face and said, Joab sent you, didn't he? So I guess Joab was always pulling shit like this. Well, David told Joab to go bring Absalom back, but that Absalom wasn't allowed to look at his face for some reason. So basically, Absalom could live in Jerusalem, but could never see his father. Then it goes on to describe just how sexy Absalom was. If him killing his sister's rapist wasn't enough for you, he apparently had no blemishes whatsoever on his whole naked body, and he had hair. He had so much hair. He had like five pounds of hair. He had to get it cut at least once a year because it was so heavy. This is all in there, by the way. I'm not making this shit up. So let's review. Absalom was sexy because he didn't have any blemishes and he had five pounds of hair. To give you an idea of how much five pounds of hair is, I used to have dreadlocks down to my ass. I know, shut up. And when I chopped those off, I think they weighed maybe a pound, probably less. I just watched a lady on YouTube who had 48 inches of hair, and then she weighed it, and it was like a pound and a half. So five pounds of hair is a fucking lot. So Absalom lived in Jerusalem for two years, had four kids in that time frame, one of them a daughter that he named after his sister Tamar. And this whole time, he never got to see his dad. One day, he just got plain sick of it. So he tried to reach out to Joab and set up a meeting, but Joab just kept ignoring him. So Absalom did what any of us would do in that situation, and took a page out of the book of Left Eye Lopez. For any listeners under 40 years old, that means he burned Joab's fucking property down. When Joab confronted Absalom, he was like, hey, I just want to see my dad. So Joab made that happen, and David couldn't have been happier. Absalom bowed so hard that his face touched the ground, and then David kissed him. And all was good in the house of David. Or was it? 2 Samuel 15. Well, Absalom started getting more and more popular. He'd go up and down the city in his chariot and talk to people about their issues they were having. And Even though his response was always the same, your claims are valid, and there's nothing they can do to help you. I mean, if I was appointed as a judge, then I would help you. I'd make sure everyone would receive justice. And then he'd just kiss random strangers, and everyone, and everyone in Israel just fell in love with him, because also he had so much hair, and he was attractive, and didn't have any blemishes on his skin. So Absalom then went to David and told him that God had some business with him in Hebron. Just a little deal I made with God, that worship him in Hebron, is what he said. David didn't see anything weird about this, and obviously wasn't paying attention to the murmurs in the street, and just said, okay, cool. Well, then Absalom set word through the land, and everyone at the same time would yell out, Absalom is king now! When David heard this, he decided the best course of action was to get the fuck out of Dodge. Oh, fuck. Absalom is going to kill all of us, he said. He had his servants pack his shit, and then pack their own shit. And then he left behind ten sex slaves to keep the place tidy, I guess. But as David fled, a whole lot more people than he expected decided to flee with him. He tried to tell a few hundred of them that Absalom wouldn't do shit to them, but they had their minds made up. They were loyal to David. A bunch of the priests grabbed the Ark of the Covenant as well, and just, they were all wandering out into the desert, just like Moses before them. Well, David thought this was ridiculous, and told him to bring the fucking Ark back, at least. Finally, David convinced most of his followers to go back to Jerusalem and live peacefully under Absalom, including one guy named Hushai, who would send him information. And that's where I leave you. There's too much story here to fit into one episode, so check back for the rest of the story. Brother versus brother, son versus father, Joab and his weird little tricks. 
it goes on and on. Also, in the meantime, check out hangoverhelper.nyc. And thank you for listening.